Welcome to Glory for Good podcast, conversations about Jesus, growing in our calling and journeying together. Hi guys, welcome back to the Glowing for God podcast. Today I'm joined with a super exciting guest. I'm joined with my friend Yasmin. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I'm so excited for you to be on today because <laughs> Yasmin is has been a friend for a while. How long have we been friends for? Ooh, um, I would say like three, four yeah maybe three, five maybe i think we've known each other for maybe six years yeah but we've been like close maybe three or four yeah it's been a while yeah it's been a minute <laughs> really... yeah so i'm very excited for yaz to be on today and we know each other through um church for our home church so not the church i was at bible college but home home church um equippers church i have i've said church like five times already we need to chill um but yeah so i know her through that and yeah, I'm very excited about our topic today. Um, our topic is intimacy slash devotion, devotional, whatever you want to call it. Um, just time with God and being intimate with God. Um, so before we even start and before we go into anything, I'm just going to give it a quick quick disclaimer. Um, just that myself and Yaz are on our own journeys with God and we do not know everything there is to know about this topic. We're literally just bringing what we found, what we've researched to learn from each other and to just have an educational conversation that um hopefully you guys can benefit from so that is where we are and that's where we're coming from today so please don't take anything more than we say and we're just wanting to encourage you guys today um so yeah intimacy and devotional this is this is an exciting topic and what actually made me want to even do this topic was um i was watching lisa and something bavera do you know them yes no her husband no. yeah what's her husband called oh i don't remember oh, no. <laughs> something but basically he was doing a podcast and he brought up some um statistics um on devotion so basically they did a test with people doing devotional three times a week twice a week four times a week and as they as we, they increased in the amount of days at four days a week there was an, a, a large increase um in the change in your life when you're doing devotionals more than four times a week um so i just thought this was fascinating so i'm going to share it with you that the amount people felt lonely went down by 30 percent anger issues went down by 30 percent bitterness in relationships so marriage children parent relationships went down by 40 percent alcoholism down by 57 percent feeling spiritually stagnant down by 60 percent um viewing pornography down by 61 percent and then sharing your faith up by two 200 percent and then discipling others up 230 percent like those are some crazy statistics and even just hearing them made me want to like this we need to be speaking about this This is such a it's such a relevant topic for this day and age and um yeah so this is why we're here today talking about it (laughs) and um i just think this topic is really fun i'm really excited there's so much so we're doing part one and part two for this topic um so make sure to tune into both of them because they're both going to be quite different um so in this episode we're going to be talking about why devotion why intimacy with god is so important like it is it is hella important when it comes to (laughs) a relationship like it's really hard um to keep up something when you're not keeping up with god you yeah know? absolutely um so yeah i actually was listening to a podcast this week called intentional intimacy by bethel church um sermons of the week and i really recommend that if you haven't heard that um but one thing they said in it which really struck me was encounters may kickstart passion but it won't sustain it and man is that true like the, the amount of times i've had like a crazy experience with god and i've literally left feeling just spirit-filled excited ready to just like turn over a new leaf but then like i haven't actually come to god in the week and it's just died you know yeah like so often we have an amazing time on sundays and then we just kind of can go back down in the week and then up again on sundays and back down yeah. the week, you know um so yeah i just think um yeah that that statement encounters may kickstart passion but it won't sustain it consistency in intimacy will like and there's even this other quote that actually reminds me um of what you just said yeah um and it's literally that the day you plant the seed is not the day that you eat the fruit 
Oh, and yes. so you need to be consistent with that time you're spending with yeah. God. You need to be consistent in that relationship with God. If because uh, I think it's so easy to be passionate about something one day, and then as soon as you're not seeing the immediate fruit of it, you're kind yeah. of you're like, oh, you dwindle, and you're not encouraged, and you're not excited about it anymore. Yeah. But I think that's not good enough and that's not enough like if you're going to be passionate mm. about something then be passionate about it and then yeah. follow through with it yeah. it's not good enough to just be one day be really excited and passionate and then mm. oh actually um god you're not following through with this yeah. actually i'm gonna stop that's and just that's up. not okay yeah. yeah and i also it's just it's so similar to like your friendships yeah like, you can't expect to keep a friendship up with someone without drifting Absolutely. by not like by not like engaging with them catching up with them and with god god is the most important relationship we have full stop you know this is the most important relationship that we should be upkeeping um yeah and from that relationship all our other relationships will be blessed you know there's so much um that god can do through just the time with him um where he works on us and you know we learn from um so yeah let's go into some topics of why just why do we need this time why is it so important for us um, so I think for the first one that I saw was um, it reveals the will of God. Yeah. You know, how are you going to know what God wants you to do in your life unless you are engaging with him, you're listening to him, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I actually heard this amazing pastor. She sort of said how um, so many people have this sort of problem of, I don't know what the individual purpose is for my life. I don't yeah. know what my my unique calling is. Mm. And so they'll start looking to people they admire, which isn't an awful thing to do, to be inspired by incredible yeah. leaders and pastors and individuals that you're sort of um, looking up to. But the truth is that you're not going to find your unique calling by looking yeah. at what theirs is, because the truth is God has given you something that's, he's given you a will on your life that has yeah. never been done before. Yeah, that's why unique. he created you. Mm. Absolutely, it's unique. Yeah. Um, and so people, People will sort of try and find their purpose in the presence of other people, but you need to find it in the presence of God. Yeah. He is the one that has given you your individual will. You mm. cannot look to other people to find the unique calling on your life. It just doesn't work like yeah. that. And I think when when you spend so much time looking for your individual will with other people, you'll find yourself, I think, almost tirelessly running yourself out because comparing trying, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. You'll be comparing, you're like, why can't I do what they're doing? I'm trying to copy them. But that's because they have a grace on their life for that particular thing. Yeah. Because God's 100%. called them for that particular thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, God's giving you an individual grace. It's almost like staying in your lane. Like trust God that he has yes. got an individual will for your life. Ooh, yeah. And just focus on what his, he's calling you for. Because it's going to be unique. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be your grace zone. So you're going to absolutely adore it. But you have to spend time with him. Mm. You have to hear what he wants for your life. Because it is unique. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, so often we can compare with other people on what they're doing in life. And yeah. we can try and, you know, get into their lane. Yeah. But actually like everything that happens in our life god uses for good yeah. so like whatever we, we're going through is not going to be the same as someone else but he will he will use every part of our lives and give us the grace to just continue on our run our, our our race with god um and you know psalm 119 verse 105 was an important one for this you know your word is a lamp and guide to my feet and a light to my path yeah. you know god has often spoken to me personally through bible verses like you know when you're just reading you're reading a scripture and some one bible verse just hits you in the heart you know god <laughs> yeah. god is using that like he uses the holy spirit to yeah. just like really hit us where we need it in that yeah. in that moment um so you know just get a key to intimacy a key to like just why we need this time with god is because god is going to reveal so much through his word through speaking to you personally yeah yeah, yeah that's good um, and then sort of just something that came to my mind is um, mm. I remember when I was maybe a bit like younger in my faith, one of the problems I would be like, God, I can't hear you. I can't yes. hear your voice. Like, how do I know the difference if it's your voice or my thoughts Relatable. and all these different things? Yeah, I think everyone goes through Everyone. It. <laughs> Honestly, you're lying if you haven't gone through that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be honest. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and we all go through that phase. But yeah. again, I think it comes down to that intimacy with God and the time that yeah. you're spending with him. Because I think the more time you're pressing into him, the more you'll be able to tell the difference between his voice and your thoughts. Oh, um, yeah. And I think so I've mentioned this a little bit but I think if you really want to know the voice of God you need to um, sort of discipline your spirit in the quiet space there's no way Mm. that if you're spending all your time in the world in the noise that you expect to hear the voice of God if you haven't even trained your spirit to hear him in the quiet place how can you hear God's voice in the quiet place 
How can yeah. you not hear God's voice in a quiet place and then expect to be able to hear it in the noise of the world? It just doesn't work like that. It's like um, what we said before, we were just chatting before we started this, but it's like, so I know Yaz and I've known her for a while and I know her voice, right? And, but if I'd never met her or if, I'd nev- if I've like heard her once maybe, heard her twice maybe, if I heard a recording of her, I wouldn't know, oh, that's Yaz, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't know that's Yaz by like just from knowing her now and being close friends with her, I can tell her voice on any recording, you know? Oh, no, that's Yaz speaking. <laughs> you know that's the same like you know unless you're coming to to god to hear him and learning to hear his voice and learning what his voice sounds like you can't expect to know what it sounds like you can't expect to hear it um yeah which is which is you know a challenge for all of us like we just it's a discipline but it's also just something that like you know it brings so much fruit knowing and hearing god's voice yeah absolutely um, and I think another reason why it's so important to sort of have that intimacy with God and sort of just understanding the heart of God is because there is a sort of general calling on all of our lives to yeah. be his witness. Yes. And I think it comes back to the relationship of, well, how can I be a witness for something that I, I don't understand, that I haven't spent time getting to know? Mm. Um, and I and it sort of comes back to the quote that I'll say later, but it's kind of when people see us, I, I would want when people see me to see god yes i want them to be 100%. less of me and more of him mm. um and for me to sort of have more of god i need to know him i need yeah. to have spent time with him you know mm-hmm. um i can i can't know him from afar i can't know him from a distance yeah um and i think it's incredible being able to spend time in his word being able to spend time in your presence and really capturing the heart of god yeah i think um having grown up and been more mature in my relationship with god nothing has made me happier than knowing his heart and knowing his love and the way Mm. that he passionately pursues people i Mm. think that is just been just my favorite part of god's character is just the way he pursues people yeah and i wouldn't have been able to come to that understanding have i had i not spent time with him really understanding his heart really understanding the way that he loves people it's it blows me away it leaves me in awe but i think you can i think you can read in the bible about god's heart and you can learn so much but like there's a there's a difference between just reading it and it being like head knowledge absolutely until like you you actually spend time in a quiet place in the darkness of your own room closed door like away from everything else with god you've read it awesome but now is it like actually in your heart is it something that your heart carries um yeah i think that's so important and i think also um another reason like just spending time with god and intimacy is so important because um your reaction time your response time in specific situations absolutely (laughs) we're getting so high (laughs) me and yaz can just talk for for years (laughs) but um yeah your response time in specific situations and being able to make biblical responses will just go so much quicker like for me in specific times like um just speaking to friends about specific topics like just if i have not read on that topic at all and i don't how, what can i bring yeah i can't bring anything but like and also just even knowing what's right and what's wrong like if you haven't read the bible and you don't know what god says is right and what's wrong how are you, you you're ignorant you don't you're yeah. not gonna know what's gonna like what's the right things to do in specific situations but from reading and that time with god and seeing his heart you know you'll be able to respond quicker in like in the right way because often we have the wrong response yeah um like first response but like just spending time and intimacy will create like a correct response you know absolutely absolutely and i think i even heard a sermon about this um like a number of months ago yeah um sort of saying that when you're in the middle of the storm and when you're in the valley that is not the time to then go and find a response in your bible yeah like you're you're too late if you're now waiting for that response you're too late you should have been this isn't to sort of like condemn someone, but I'm no, saying- No, there is like, God can take you out of it. He oh, can like, He can reach into that valley, even though you don't, if you're a mess, you know, but there is like, it's it's good to be prepared. Yes. You know, it's good to be ready for yeah. what the devil might throw at us. You don't want to then be scurrying in your Bible and being 100. like, oh my gosh, what does yeah. God have to say about this? When you've been yeah. reading your Bible consistently, yeah. you'll know what he has to say. Yeah. And also I think there's so much- um, of us wanting to you know i want to hear god i want to hear what he says but then we actually don't open the bible yeah and it's like no i want to hear his audible voice in my ear that's not always how it happens like you know you can't expect to be hearing from god and and seeing 
what he wants, what's right, what's wrong, unless you're looking in the word. And honestly, thank God for the, the Bible. Like, if we didn't honestly. have the Bible, we would be mess. Would, we already, I'm already a mess, but like, I'll be more of a mess without the Bible. Like, that is like that is God's guide. If you can't hear from God, go to the Bible because you'll get something. You know, absolutely. Um, His word. Yeah, and like the Gospels, like the Gospels, like Ooh. one thing. Before I read the Gospels, I, I've read them before and I've heard them before, but then like I read them again in like just a different light, viewing it like, you know, Jesus is perfect. Yeah. Jesus was created without sin, like without any flaw. And like just reading the Gospels, what can I take from his responses to people? What can I take from the way he's treating people? Like learning, just like reading about the character of Jesus, le- reading about everything he is and who he was. What can I take from that and like implement in my daily life? Yeah. You know, seeing the way he responds, seeing where he doesn't condemn people, doesn't judge people. How can I implement that in my life? I don't want to be a judging person. I yeah. don't want to, you know, whatever anyone's going through, you know, I'm here for you. I want to love you through it. Not, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. That's not right. <laughs> you know, like just learning from Jesus and he is the best example for oh, everything, yeah. you know? And yeah, I just think that is such like it's just so amazing we've got that, you know, and unless you read it, you're not gonna know. Yeah. Like it's it's good and all hearing like snippets in in preachers and stuff, but unless you get into the nitty gritty words, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's quite hard to like piece it all together. Yeah. You, you need know? like your first hand experience. You can't yeah. sort of your faith can't rely on other people's faith. It has to be your own experience, yeah. your own journey. And asking yeah. even God before you read, like, God, can you make this? Because can you make yes. this come alive? Because like so often I've read the Bible and it's just been like, why am I reading this? <laughs> like, this is like, this doesn't relate. This, I just can't like, I can't see it. But then like from just asking God, like and asking the Holy Spirit to like, speak to me personally through what i'm about to read like the bible comes alive and like yeah. i can relate every every verse to something like, oh God, that a conviction there, a conviction there you know? there's, like there's so much in like life that comes alive when you ask him um to just make it come alive to yeah. you because you know you need to go in with like an open heart ready to see what god wants to say through the word yeah um but yeah that's a huge one you know yeah. we need to be guided and if we are not intimate with god that guidance is going to be pushed. We're going to be pushed by the world yeah. and the ways that the world works, you know? Absolutely. Um, also, it refocuses our attention back on God. Like the word, the world teaches, like it's all about you, 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 but, and the life centers all around you. But then like, you know, spending time intimately shifts our focus from us and all our problems and all the stuff we're facing back onto the creator. Yeah, know? I agree. Um, and I think it's quite evident in our culture. If you, I think if you stand back long enough, you'll see that, you know, this is no hate or anything, but we no. live in an almost quite self-centered, self-focused yeah. culture. And that's 100%. just the truth. Mm. And I think what's so incredible is that sort of spending that time with God, like you've said, it sort of just aligns our priorities. It aligns things back to how things should yeah. be. And I always love this phrase. I think I heard it first from Pastor Mark Verges from mm. Kingdom City yeah. about how we are citizens of heaven. Mm. that blows my mind i'm like wow that's incredible yeah and i think it's so amazing how you know we're called to bring heaven onto earth you know we're already seeing heaven on earth but we're also called to bring more of it onto earth yeah um and that means that there's going to be different cultures for us it's going to be different truths so we know we're supposed to be in this world but not of this world and we can't be um citizens of heaven if we don't even know the truths of that culture we're supposed to be bringing a a new culture onto um earth a whole new way of living yeah um and i think that's just incredible that's something that i've always thought about is i just i know i don't want to be of this world i want to be in this world but i'm bringing a new culture Mm. a new biblical understanding and i think also with um you know it's shifting the focus back onto god Our, our focus can often shift onto god when we're going through rough times and when, we, when we're in pain when stuff's not going right in life you know um so often we have just been taught to come to him when we want something when we yeah. when we when we need something when literally we can't do anything else but come to him but god spoke to me a while ago like i was in like a really rough time um and like i was coming to god a lot more than i was when i was in the good times let me tell you that but um god spoke to me he was like like there's no condemnation but yeah. eliza i want you to come to me in the good times just as much as the bad times like i want i don't want to like be like excluded from all the amazing stuff i'm doing i want to be included in every part of it like yes i'll be there in the valleys in the deep dark valleys but i also want to be there when you are like so happy living your best life you know thriving in me like i just think yeah I, I did see I felt really guilty for a little while about that but then like you know God was like there is no condemnation like just know that like 
my heart is to be in everything you know yeah and i think um i've actually had almost the opposite sort of really? situation <laughs> oh actually I can, I can feel that i can also feel that too like i probably can relate yeah you can take you can take it both ways can't yeah. you honestly yeah say what you were gonna say um i think for me i've been like when I'm in a great space with God, you know, my devotion life is going great. I'm like, God, I'm so grateful. I'm thankful. I love you yes, so much. And yeah. then as soon as things are going bad, I'm almost like, I don't know what it is. I'm almost like embarrassed maybe to bring myself to yep. God being like, God, I'm so sorry that my life isn't yeah. the way that it should be. Like, I'm sorry that I, I'm disappointing you or letting you down. But mm. I think that's like now looking back in hindsight, that's so ridiculous. Of course, yeah. God wants every part of your journey, every part of your life. Yeah. You know, he's never said come to you on your purpose. He's saying, I want every part of you. Mm-hmm. I want the good. I want the bad. Even parts that we maybe don't even understand of ourselves. God yeah. knows. He He knows every single part. Yeah. I, t- I actually like, I, I've been in both places yeah. really like looking at what you just said reminded me like I've been in places where I'm so bad, like with my like, I'm just feeling so rough and I'm in such a bad place that it just deters you from spending time with yeah. God from guilt from shame mostly they are the big things that stop you from can stop you from spending time with God like for me specifically like I've been in cycles of sin before I'm not gonna lie like it's a human you know with I've struggled so much in the past with specific sins and um like I, I I remember just like being in that and feeling like I cannot come to God like with with after I've just sinned like that, you know, like just that like that lie from the enemy that you can't come to God when you're in a bad place, like totally. Like it's more when I've been in pain that I've come to God in the bad, but it's more like when I'm doing what I want to be doing myself, then I in the bad, then I stay away from God. Mm. So like there's different reasons, you know, there's different things that can deter you, but just knowing that shame and guilt is a lie from the enemy and it is not what god says about you and god's still like just learning for me especially about the father's heart like yeah he's literally got like this has been such a big thing in my life recently just just seeing god as someone who literally holds his arms open there's a verse in isaiah about how he holds like the little lamb in his like arms or something and like i just got a picture from god of like like this child holding this teddy bear really like tightly and squeezing it and i have a teddy bear so that's probably where i got the picture from but um but yeah just like squeezing it so hard and just loving it so much and literally god showing me like that's how much i love you like i'm literally holding you close to my heart close to my chest keeping you safe and like you know in that like you can come to God with anything like he yeah. doesn't care he just wants to hold you yeah like he like you know he just wants to hold you and when you're in that place then he can do the work but he's Absolutely. not he's not gonna like start with like okay you can you can only come to me after you've sorted yeah. that cycle of sin out after you've sorted that part out which was such a lie like that I was living in for a while like I, I can't do this because I have to have everything sorted before I can come to God no because yeah. if God used us when we were sorted he wouldn't use a single person let me tell you like <laughs> if we were sinless if we had nothing wrong with us God would not use and if only God only used us in that times like he wouldn't use anyone on yeah. earth you know except from Jesus so like realistically just know that you can come to God in any place but yeah. like but know that when you do come to God, like it's, it, you can't be staying the same as like, you can't just come to God and think I'm going to stay exactly the same as I did before. Yeah. There's going to have to be changed. There's going to have to be sacrifices made, you know? Yeah. There was actually this quote I think I saw on in- like Instagram or Pinterest. Oh, or I love Pinterest. Some like girly. <laughs> on Pinterest, if you haven't gone on Pinterest for like the Bible, like Ooh. like quotes and biblical references, go on Pinterest. Yeah. Let me tell you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Carry on. Sorry. Really great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um and it was this quote that kind of said um how god loves you the exactly the way that he finds you but he also yeah. loves you too much to leave you the way oh, that yes. you are yes and that god knows every single mm. part of you and he chooses to love you like he holds nothing back when he loves you but he also knows that you are not um there's more to you that there's more to your life and yeah. so he will love you back to life he will love you um yes. into your will he'll love you into your purpose yeah. and of course he's a father so there's gonna be times where he corrects you there's gonna be times where he disciplines you but it's all coming yeah. from a loving place and he has um, patience for you as well yeah like there's i i always got into my head like you know i, I need to sort this out quickly i need to do it quick quick <laughs> quick, quick, quick and sometimes it just didn't work like that like yeah. i've been on processes i'm still in like two years ago to today i'm still working on stuff that i'm trying to sort in life yasmin can testify (laughs) there is stuff in life that i'm like still trying to understand like like work through with god and honestly like yeah back to back to like you know being 
like love like coming to him in every circumstance yeah. uh 1 Thessalonians is a great verse 5 verse 16 to 18 always be joyful never stop praying be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who, who belong to Jesus Christ you know there be thankful in all circumstances like in all circumstances come to him with thanksgiving in all circumstances come to him you know it's not it's not just in the good circumstances be thankful it's in all in all and everything you know yeah absolutely absolutely um and i'll just sort of mention this just as thought i have yeah um i think a sign of sort of where you are spiritually i mentioned this a little bit earlier to eliza um is that you can liken your sort of spiritual appetite with your physical appetite in that um you know when you're ill and you're sick and you're not feeling great your appetite is sort of for food has just gone down like you're not really in the Mm. mood for anything you might pick here and there but you don't really want like a meal and i think the same is with your spiritual life when you have a sick spiritual life you don't have the same cravings for the word. You don't have the same cravings for yes. his presence. Yeah. Um, and I, But I think when you're healthy and you're good, you want more of it. You crave more of it because you know that it's feeding your soul. You know, God always says... Um, um, that he's the bread of life. Um, yeah. He is literally what we are sustaining our spiritual life on. And I think yes. when you've sort of deprived yourself of that for a while your appetite for that decreases like your stomach shrinks or something 100 percent. yeah oh your stomach shrinks that's a good point (laughs) like yeah um, no i totally agree and i also like said like the the way like you know if you're so like you can compare it to gym and working out like Mm. your spiritual life like so say your spiritual life is muscles like you can't expect them to stay big if you're only working out once a week or less than once a week you know it's got to be like it's consistency which is going to see growth like without without consistency it's just going to be chopping changing and you know there's got to be it's discipline there's got to be a discipline there because consistency is such a discipline like it's not it's not easy just to um do this like the the right thing you know the come to god every day like let me tell you i struggle with it so much and quarantine has not been a help with with coming to god like it's so easy to get distracted and i actually did hear something recently on the um the podcast i was listening to like like having the intention to come to god is great yeah but if you don't follow through with the intention <laughs> it's kind of pointless do you know what i mean like you know so for example he the example the guy gave was like if a husband said to his like wife i'm gonna wash the dishes i was i'm gonna wash the dishes and then he doesn't do it and then the wife was like i thought you said you're gonna wash the dishes and she and then he's like oh but i was going to but i was going what like is that <laughs> you know that, that's an argument yeah this, yeah that's an argument starting. no but like that's the, the there's no point having the intention if you're not going to follow through with it like yeah. it's, the intention is pointless unless something comes from it yeah. having intention is great but you need to be conscious to keep up with that intention yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i think that even reminds me of this quote from i can't remember which pastor it was an american pastor yeah um i want to say which wilkerson but it could be chad Beach. just like Rich one of those Wilson. oh yeah. he's great right they're so good that group of guys there's yeah. a group of them from vu conference yeah they did like some I'll, I'll go into that later i'll go into that later <laughs> but yeah carry on um and he did this um he did this quote where he says if you want to be taken seriously you need to be consistent yes you just need to be consistent 100 percent. you you can't sort of be here and there and imagine imagine if god wasn't consistent with us you know in the bible it says yeah. he's the author and finisher of our um of our, faith. Of, of our yeah. faith um imagine if he wasn't you know he's the author but he didn't finish what he, he didn't started finish the work what uh, i would be, be devastated <laughs> yeah 100%. oh my goodness yeah and i also um think that just another reason why intimacy and consistency is so important as i said earlier with friendships you know being consistent in your friendships you know that's the only way to keep it up you know but also like another reason we come with intimacy and consistency in that matter is because our walk with god is a relationship yeah like just there's this verse that i'm sure you've all heard like god didn't die for a for religion he died for a relationship yes and intimacy with his children you know in fact he didn't just die for us to just do these things out of obligation but he died for us to so we could come to him like free of guilt free of shame knowing that our sins have been cleansed before you know and this is something i even mentioned in the last podcast um with my, with megan like just in the first two minutes of my time with god you know when i when i put on a worship song even in the first part of the worship song i'm already just like getting right with god in that moment yeah. if there's stuff that i haven't sorted and that i know i've done wrong that week that i can remember like you know i just just ask for forgiveness i just come to god and say like god i want to get right with you i want this time to be not hindered by shame not hindered by guilt i want this time to just be 
just fruitful and for you to move and that I don't know if that's just that's that's to satisfy like myself as well I find that it takes away the shame because I know I'm confident I've been forgiven because the mm. Bible says when you ask for it you ask for repentance you, you repent you you will be forgiven yeah um so yeah there, there's there's a confidence that comes out of me after I've got right with God you know in the moment like and I always have to do that and if you if you haven't done that before maybe try it because it mm. it can really just set you on the right foot for your time with God yeah absolutely yeah and I think again when it comes to the um you just mentioned worship I think um I think again having been on the journey I've been on it for a few years yeah, I'm not yeah. really old but I guess <laughs> a like, long long journey yeah. <laughs> just so long now i just know everything <laughs> i'm joking by the way we know <laughs> you definitely don't <laughs> Psych. Oh, honestly guys i'm sorry we can laugh we can oh, oh i love to go right carry on carry on <laughs> um i think one of the best revelations i personally had about worship was um switching from thanking god for what he's done and going to uh thanking god for exactly who he is Mm. and i think it's so incredible i in my opinion that's true worship yeah being able to worship him being like i'm so thankful for exactly who you are i'm thankful Mm. for the way you love i'm thankful for your faithfulness all these different things i think i don't know if i mentioned this before i think i might have but it's it's a saying i heard that that is literally what you've said it's like when you come to worship god you're not you're not coming to seek his hand you're coming to seek his face like you're seeking his face for who he is not his hand for what he can do yeah i mean that is just that revelation to me was huge (laughs) when i was just like wait a second i'm not just coming to god to like feel better about myself i'm coming to god literally to just like seek his face yeah and in the bible james 4 verse 8 says draw near to god and he will draw near to you yes like that is just like if you don't draw near to god you know god never pushes us god never forces himself upon us it's something that we have to be open and we have to like be like god i'm i want you to come near to me yeah and god god wants that like god loves that you know but you know he's never gonna he's never gonna force himself upon you because he's given us that free will and that's where love like that's that's true love us coming like god yes i want you yes i love you it's not i'm coming you know just because i feel like i have to it's it's you know it's it's true love then doing it out of your own will yeah Yeah. and i think one of the thing is um that i i think when i was again when i was younger <laughs> some years <laughs> she's not old at all you're not i'm only 22 yeah you're 22 girl you got years <laughs> but I've, you know i've been back and forth on this journey honestly so... tell me about it me too <laughs> um but one of my youth pastors when i was about 16 or 17 yeah. i was like oh i'm just feeling so distanced from god like what do i do and not even in a condemning way but just just so that i i guess leveling out with me she just mentioned that god never left you like yes. i need you to understand god never walked away if you're feeling distant from god it's because you there's walked something away. been changed in your life yes that you probably have yeah changed. <laughs> yeah and she said if you want to go back to god you just need to turn around and go back to him yes. he hasn't moved he it's never so walked simple. away from it's, you like it's as simple as that yeah like, i think we overcomplicate it sometimes yeah. like there's got to be there's got to be things in place before i can sort yeah. my life out before i can get back close with god but actually yeah yeah as you said he's never left us which is such oh it's comfort so good (laughs) such comfort yeah and um another thing i think is just like spending time in intimacy with god we've 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 gone over it lightly but it just opens up space for god to speak oh yeah like so often in life you know being so busy being busy is not an issue but it's when like you know we're being so busy that we just cut out time with god and we cut out um any chance for like listening to god but yeah like just it opens up a space for God to speak and spending that time just listening to him is super yes. important because you know you know how yeah as we said how are we going to know what God is saying yeah. what God is unless we're in the word like seeking what he's saying listening for his voice specifically yeah just being like one thing that I like to say you know I think it's in the Old Testament I think it's Samuel like speak speak Lord for your sermons listening yes. like I just like I just come in like God I'm like I'm here I'm listening I'm yeah. open and just like letting myself be calm breathe and then like just things come into my head I'm like oh that's true yeah oh, that's like and even wow. if it's just sometimes like a I love you so much yeah like it's just like oh thanks God I, I needed that like you know like even like with stuff that's going on in my life that I'm struggling with just hearing that like 
like um assurance yeah like reassurance not assurance yeah i think it's reassurance yeah Yeah. like that reassurance from god like you know how in relationships like boyfriend girlfriend stuff even some friendships like you i'm 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 personally like i'm one for like reassurance like you still love me right (laughs) (laughs) you know like just wanting to know that they still care and all this stuff but like god is reassuring us constantly just are we tuning into listening to him yeah and you know that intimacy is an opportunity for god to speak yeah um and yeah neglecting that time will affect how well you hit his voice as you yeah. said and how much you're guided by the holy spirit and you know our, our whole lives we want our whole lives to be guided by the holy spirit and all our steps to go in that way yeah um and that just reminded me of the verse in john 10 um where it says my sheep recognize my voice and yes. i know them and they yes. follow me oh, it's that so recognition good. of even in sort of the midst of all the noise and mm. the voices i recognize his voice yeah. Yes. He knows me and I follow him. There's mm. almost like an instruction or like a um, an order of way it goes. Yeah. Um, but it's incredible. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. And I think also like this is all just things that God can do, I guess, in the intimacy now. Like just one thing humbles us. Like for me specifically, like just spending time with God reminds me of his grace and mercy. Yeah. Reminds me that like knowing that just this truth that you know i have done nothing i have not received my salvation by any works that i have done by anything i've done but it's all by what god by what jesus did on the cross like and like we can't be boasting about the bible even um uh says in ephesians 2 verse 8 for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is a gift from god how can we boast if we haven't done anything you know like just (laughs) this this humbles me constantly like you know this is nothing i've done it's literally all what god's done and i think that's just encouragement to no end um but yeah there's nothing we can do to boast in our relationship with god (laughs) like he's done everything like and he's done it just because he loves us like if that isn't love 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 unconditional love yeah like you know the 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 saying like even if you were the only person in the world like jesus still would have died for you even if like people go through their whole life without giving their lives to god jesus still died for them yeah like even if like like there was no, there's no guarantee. There was no guarantee that I was going to become a Christian. That I was going to stay a Christian, but Jesus still died for me. Whether I, whether I like, what's it, push him away or like let him come in, he still died for you, whether you believe it or not. You yeah. know. Um. So yeah, I just think that's so that's so good. Yeah. Um. Another reason, it's because you know being intimate and devotional time it grows you. It grows you. Absolutely. Like, how you. It, that's a basic but it's so true <laughs> like it grows us spiritually the more we connect with god the more he can teach us yeah um the more we intentionally educate ourselves as well and keeping our minds open for where god wants to lead yeah um our knowledge you know that can that can produce so much fruit that can bring so much um like for example like helping others like i've been in so many situations where i've been having conversation with friends who are struggling with stuff and like i've just like had something that i've been learning that week about this specific topic yeah oh let me tell you about this and then they get encouraged by what a quote i listened to on the podcast like you know i just like even what we're doing now like this is just encouraging for both of us and like it's just you know the more you spend time the more you know the more knowledge you the more you understand the bible and that becomes heart knowledge how god can use you how yeah. god can use you like from the from the time he spends with you intimately yeah um and there was just something else that kind of came to my mind is i um i think i think when you're first saved you're so like gung-ho for jesus yes. You're like yes jesus is the best thing in the world we, <laughs> like obviously he still is but you feel yeah. it so much more when you're first saved because everything's new and it's exciting yeah um and i think i think it's important that not that we ever get over our salvation, but that we we are um, we want to move forward in spiritual maturity. Yes, because it's yeah. not enough to have faith just for your salvation. You need to be able to grow it and do more and do better. And I think yeah. it's always important to sort of remember that God is always more. Um, he'll always prioritize the person that you are mm. more than the works of your hands. Yeah, and that was a fat revelation for me. I think yes. I became so like. I was like, I want to do more for Jesus. I want to do more for Jesus, but I can never be distracted by my the work of my hands and the, yeah. the person that He wants me to be. Yeah, I think there's there's like in Hebrews five verse twelve to six. No, Hebrews five chapter five to chapter six 
12 to 1 verse it's so complicated just start with hebrews 5 verse 12 <laughs> anyway um but this is this is something i read um and i've read it a couple of times and come across it and i think it's um i'll just read it it's quite long but like just listen and this is exactly what we're talking about right now mm. you have been believers for so long that now you ought to be teaching others instead you need someone to teach you again and again the basic things about god's mm. word you're like babies who need milk that cannot eat solid food for someone who lives on milk is still infinite and doesn't know how to do what is right solid food is for those who are mature who are training and have skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong so let us stop going over the basic teachings about christ again and again let's go instead let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in god like this is i think paul speaking um to a specific group of a specific church at the time um but i'm all for reminding ourselves of the fundamentals and just to like know that in your heart like sometimes i need to refresh on those things but i don't just want to stay in the same place with my knowledge and with just where i am with god um and i just think it's so important to just grow you know growing spiritually is not going to happen from just one sunday yeah you know a sunday every week it's got to be more than that you know we can't as i said with the the gym thing you can't expect to see gains unless you are are persistent consistent in that um it's exactly the same you know you know you need to be consistent with your time with god and you will see growth like yeah i remember when like even just being at bible college was such a big period of growth because i was literally surrounded for like for 20 weeks straight with just the bible every morning like five days a week and then more more like six days a week of just teaching study like the amount of growth that happened in that time was revolutionary in my life like and you know i'm it is different coming out of bible college bible college is such a different place to normal life and even trying to like understand how to continue to grow uh when i'm not in such a um heavy you know god-centered atmosphere has been a challenge but it is something that you know we need to be doing we need to be constantly growing but you know unless you come to god it's not going to happen unless you just you know you need to be reading you need to be researching all this stuff like it's so important um yeah and yeah don't expect to see gains unless you're putting the work in you know yeah absolutely um and then i think it also again so reminded me of this verse where it says um oh where is it oh yeah uh guard your heart above all else for everything you do flows from it yeah and i think it's the whole idea of um like what are you focusing on what is your attention on yeah um and sort of again reminds me of the whole thing of your um, eyes are the window to your soul and in the bible the heart and soul are sort of used quite interchangeably but it's sort of the same idea um so like what are you focusing are you focusing on your time with god on his word and his presence or are you spending more time on netflix are you spending more time doing all these other things because they do it does determine the course of your life um yeah and you know, God is the one that sort of designed your will. He designed your purpose. And I would have thought, you know, for me, I've always been like, well, I, I need to spend more time with God. He knows where I'm going. I'm just yeah. sort of, he tends to sort of reveal the steps. Um, and I have to have the faith to sort of just go step by step on this journey. Um, mm. But yeah, my focus has to be in that time, in on his word, in his presence. Otherwise yeah. I'm not gonna have a the life that he's called me for. Yeah, and it's it's that thought of like what you feed more. will ultimately rule won't it like if you're if you're feeding netflix way more and i'm not gonna lie in lockdown i've been feeding netflix a lot (laughs) if you're feeding that way more than you're feeding you know your time with god ultimately your desires are gonna be your heart's gonna be with netflix you know your heart is like do you know what i mean though like what you what you spend more time doing will will ultimately be where you push yourself to which is where your desires will lead to so spending time with god and you know being consistent and just um not just you know starting if you if you've never spent time with god starting with 15 minutes starting with five minutes but not staying in that place but going okay now i've done five minutes for a week i think i can go 10 minutes yeah i can spend 10 minutes of my day but like growing and i think that it obviously is a point where you can't spend any more time (laughs) because i'm spending 24 hours no you know let's be realistic but there's um just learning how to do time uh with god right and um not using that time um it's like revision like when i'm doing revision like i spent so much pointless revision hours like so so many hours just doing like kind of dawdling and actually didn't get anything out of it i didn't really learn anything but then when i did some like 
I had a plan of what I was going to do. I, I was ready and I was really like, uh, my heart was in it in the revision time. Like I had the exam the next day, for example, there was some, there was some effective revision happening. Like so many times I've just come to God and spent an hour just kind of staring at the wall. Mm. And like, what's the point of that? Like God, I think, I think I would have got so much more out of like 10 minutes of real on fire prayer time yeah. than an hour of just kind of, reading a verse going you know just going you know there's there's i think um and as you do and as you spend more time with god i think you're you're you'll understand yourself more and you'll know what how you work better and and what works for you when you when it comes to spending time with god because we're made so differently like some people um do prophetic artwork some yeah. people like, I've, I've done that before it's good fun let me tell you. <laughs> but there's so many different ways to like spend time with god and i think there are some really important like fundamentals of biblical the word prayer you know but there are so many other like ways and like these days we have so many cool like resources yeah. at our fingertips um that like so many people in the past didn't have yeah you know let's make the most of these things um and this is literally what we're going to do in the next episode yeah. so i won't go into it um <laughs> but yeah there's there's so another another reason like sharing your faith as i spoke about earlier in the um statistics sharing your faith goes up by 200 percent. if that isn't a reason to spend time <laughs> with god i don't know what it is <laughs> like like, sh- like applying the bible's teachings like if you if you read it once a year the bible like chances are you're not gonna be applying the teachings that is there because you've forgotten about it after the first week you know um you know just when when we when we spend time intimately with god like we fall more in love with him yeah and like just even as you said earlier like knowing his heart and like starting to grasp what his heart looks like for specific situations specific things in life you know when like we fall more in love with that and you know even asking god to give you a heart to see um his will worked out is really important like i've heard the i've heard it i've been said like god break my heart for what breaks yours which is really great but also god give me a heart just give me your heart like what do you want to see like and you know you will find yourself have a heart for people on the street that don't know jesus you will find yourself in situations where oh my goodness why am i really hurting for this person why do i feel like i need to speak to them because god is starting to just give you gradually give you his heart for people yeah. and give you his heart for his will to be worked out like if there's a specific person in church for example that you just feel like i really feel like i need to be friends with this person god is god is at work in that and he you know god will surprise you with how much he starts to change your heart yeah. with, with people um, yeah. and just like seeing you'll start to want things that he wants you yeah. know and when you pray in that way praying with what his will in alignment yeah. with his will you will see mountains move very powerful because you know there's no point praying for something that god doesn't want <laughs> um, it says that in the bible straight out you know if we if we pray and ask according to his will it will be done. Yeah. You know, it's got to be his will. And the more we, the more we spend time in that secret place with God, the more we spend time, we will know what his will is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Which is so cool. Um, and also another thing, I think the last thing I've got anyway, um, is just, it brings a peace that no thing in this world can satisfy. Yeah. Um, in Philippians, let me get the verse up. Sorry. In Philippians four, verse seven, it says, don't, worry about everything oh i've already gone over this one um but all the, at the end then you will exp- so so tell god what you need thank him for all he's done then you will experience god's peace which exceeds anything you can understand that his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in jesus christ like it says that you know this this peace that comes from god surpasses all understanding and there's so much in life that i've like that is you know coming to god when you're in a rough place is great because like god can still you know as I said, coming to God in everything. But, you know, when you do come to God un- without peace and feeling a bit all all over the place, um, there's a peace that comes and God can literally just change your heart for and your outlook on a situation when you spend time with him. Yeah. Which is super important. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you got anything else that you, like, feel like is why we need to spend so much time, like, why this is so important, you know? I'll just add on just like this sort of last thought that came to yeah. mind as you were speaking. Yeah. Um, it was sort of, it was inspired by this sermon that I heard again from Mark Varagis where yeah. he says that there's all these different sort of levels to God where there's an unconditional amount of, uh, sorry, an unconditional nature to God, but there's also a conditional nature to God yeah. in that um, I remember he used this example of a verse where he says, um, God grants peace to all those who love him. Mm. And the condition is that he will, he'll give you peace, but it's for those who love him. Yeah. And if you want to love God, you need to know him. You need to spend time with him. Mm. And so I think 
again this sort of quiet time this quiet space of intimacy it's because you need to know god to be able to unlock the promises that he wants to give you yeah he wants to bless his children but um again it's that conditional aspect of he will grant the peace of those who love him he will bless his children um in those who would be obey him there's a conditional aspect to god and and it comes from the quiet place it comes from that intimacy yeah that's awesome I love that. There's just, you know, we've gone over so many things, so many (laughs) reasons of why, um, you know, this quiet time, this intimacy, this devotional time with God is so important. Um, And yeah, I I really hope you guys are blessed by it today. And I just think there's so many reasons there for you guys to take away and just really think about like, this is, you know, you know, we're not just, we don't want to be doing stuff because we feel like we have to. We want to actually know the reasons for why we're doing them. Um, so I think, I hope today has really just been a time where you guys can just remind yourselves of why you do this. Yeah. Why we spend this devotional time. Because sometimes we don't feel like it, but then once you're in it, you love it. You know, sometimes before we feel like it, we, it's a discipline just to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just remembering why we do it. There's so many amazing things that, you know, this, this intimacy with God, like everything flows out of this. Yeah. You know, like, you know there could be so much going wrong in your life but the moment you come to god is the moment he can change your perspective he can change your heart on it and also that he can change like he can start to work on your heart so you can start to make changes in your life you know um so yeah such a such a big reason to come to god just for (laughs) you know it changes everything (laughs) let me tell you um but yeah we're going on to quotes now finish off a quote um so do you want to go first yes yeah okay so my quote is from pastor chad veach um, and it says, some people may never read the Bible, but they'll read your life. Yes. Oh, I've, I've said this before in podcast, actually. <laughs> it's like some people, this might be the only, you might be the only Bible people read. Yeah. You know, and I think with intimacy, like, you know, if you don't know your Bible, yeah. that's going to be a pretty, pretty poor excuse for a Bible people read. Like, yeah. if that's the, you know, yeah. um, even if it's just to help other people, you know, if, like, if that's the only thing you want to do to help other people, you know, it will help you. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't know the Bible, you won't be able to help people as effectively. Yeah. Um, super important verse. Yeah, verse, quote, love that. <laughs> um, yeah, my one's also quite simple. Um which I, we've said it, we've kind of said it in so many ways, but the degree of our spiritual strength will be in direct proportion to the time we spend yes. in God's word. Um, that's by Elizabeth George. Don't know her, but I'm sure she's a great <laughs> woman. Um, but yeah, so true. Like, you know, the it's in direct proportion. It goes up, you know, the more time you spend, um, the more effective time even, because it's, it's not all about the time. It's just the, the how the good quality. It, the quality of it not yeah. the quantity but the quality yeah. um will affect so much um but yeah so that is the finish part of episode one of um <laughs> devotional intimacy i don't know what i'm going to call it yet we'll see um but yeah thank you so much yes for oh, coming on pleasure um yeah guys please stay tuned for um two weeks time when we bring out part episode two of this um yeah it's going to be just as cool we're going to be going into the practicals of like here are some ways that we have done our time with god like and why they're important and just here is like some real practical ways of how you can spend time with god and take your intimacy with god to the next level take your time you spend make it more fun make it more engaging there's so many ways to do it so we're going to be sharing a couple of them in the next episode so yeah please stay tuned for that um just to quickly plug if you haven't checked out the glowing for god instagram it's at glowing for god pc and then if you want to email us in anything just any prayer requests we'd love to pray for you um if or if there's any requests of what you want us to talk about on here just email in at um glowingforgod at outlook.com so yeah that is that is us um we really hope you have a blessed two weeks and we will see you in the next episode see you later see ya